Discourse 16, 9th of February 2001. Listen. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. There are two principal senses that allow the world into our being, our sight and our hearing. You can disable a person's touch and you can disable a person's smell and taste and they'll probably still be able to function. But a human being is extremely compromised if he doesn't see and if he doesn't hear. In most Bantu languages, the word for hearing, tasting, smelling and feeling is the same word. In Zulu, for example, it is Ugozwa, which means to sense. The same word is used for all of these senses. However, sight is perceived as being different. So really, there are two principal ways in which we experience the world. It is seeing and that which we sense other than seeing. Now, people normally function on the basis of appearances. In other words, we principally experience life through our sight. Most people work like that. When we say that things are not what they appear to be, or that things are not what they seem, the first significance of that is that behind the apparition, which is about sight, is a deeper reality. We also know that to be looked at and to be listened to are two very different experiences. In the days before you were Muslim and you were sitting in a pub and somebody was looking at you, this could very easily have turned into a fight. What are you looking at? Being the phrase that starts all the trouble. To feel that somebody is looking at you is intrusive. Their eyes penetrate your being. However, if you sense that somebody is listening to you, there is a completely different transaction that is taking place. You feel far more comfortable being listened to than being looked at. Somebody looks at you and they feel they are intruding into you. If somebody is listening to you, it actually means that you are going into him or her. There is a receptiveness about listening. So these two senses, looking and listening, function in two very different ways. Listening is also associated with language. Language is that which conveys meaning, and we know that meaning is never outside of the thing. What makes one signpost different from another is that it indicates something else. It has a different symbol on it. In other words, it is more than it appears to be. It is not just the object. The object has something inside, and that is meaning. In other words, things are not as they appear. They have meaning. There is something deeper going on in it. This meaning becomes apparent by sensing other than seeing. It is something which is missed when you are only looking. If somebody speaks to you, you hear him or her. You hear the significance of what they're trying to say, the meaning of what they're saying. The objective noise carries a meaning inside, and the meaning is not the sound. Sight, more than anything else, reduces everything to objects, to an externality without an inside. It is the first sense, if you like, of the materialistic way of looking at things. Sight deals with the outside, with appearance, not with the inside or meaning. Listening is the sense we associate with language. It is the sense of meaning. It is that which is beyond the apparition and its appearance. Now, it's very interesting that the very first surah that was revealed to the beloved Rasul instructed him, read, read in the name of your Lord who made you from a cloth of blood. When we read, we are using the eye, but in a different way to what we are using the eye when we are looking. Reading text and looking at objects are very different uses of the eye. Reading turns what the eye sees as objects into signs that carry meaning. Reading is the eye's way of hearing. It turns the eye into a receptive sense organ, like an ear. Look at a person who is reading a piece of text and you may see their lips moving. What are they doing? 
they are repeating to themselves that which they are reading. In other words, they are turning what they are seeing into a deeper thing, into language. What Allah is telling us in his surah is not just to look at things, but to read them and therefore to see that which is behind what it appears to be. See the meaning of the event. This enables you to turn your looking into listening. The beloved Rasul said that he loved three things dearly. He loved woman, perfume and the coolness of his eye in prayer. What an extraordinary expression, the coolness of one's eye. A hot eye is an eye that radiates. A hot eye is an eye that intrudes, that is desirous, that wants things. A man that has no manners will walk into a company of women and look at them. Look at them with an eye that says, I want you. This is intrusive. It is disrespectful and discourteous. A man who is courteous will have a soft eye and will not be intrusive. He will not stare the other person down. He will give the other person his ear. He will listen to him. In other words, he will not try to see what will be in that interaction for him to get out of the other person, but rather what he can give to that person. His attention, his eye, is not going to be focused on what he wants. He will switch that off, and he would open his attention up so that the other person can announce to him what they want, what they are about, what is the issue with them. So a cool eye is an eye that doesn't radiate or have a desire. It is therefore an eye which is reflective, which is soft, which is about reading and understanding the significance rather than looking at the other from the point of view of achieving your best advantage. We have discussed this on a number of occasions. If you want something from somebody else, their ability to withhold what you want makes you manipulable. Your attention is on the other in terms of what the other can give you. Your being is sucked out towards the other. That woman has what I want. That man has what I want. Whatever. Your eyes are on that thing. You are looking at what you want and your being and your attention expresses your desire. This is what Sheikh Ali al-Jamal referred to as outward gatheredness. Your being is gathered towards the other. Outward gatheredness comes at a price though, and that is inner separation. If your attention is caught up in what you want from the world, you become a stranger to your own heart. You become a stranger to your own quiet inside, to the spacelessness, limitlessness and vastness which is at the center of your being. Sheikh Ali al-Jamal also said that if you are inwardly gathered, you are outwardly separate. In other words, if you withdraw your attention from this occupied state in the world and you return to its rightful place behind your eyes, you separate from the world and you'll find your own inner depth. You take back your territory. This is absolutely connected to the whole issue of an cool eye. An eye that looks at the world without penetrating, without wishing to dominate, without wishing to achieve some outcome beneficial to you, is an eye which is soft and cool. We get taught in this barbaric system that we have to be like John Wayne, that we have to look somebody in the eye until he turns into a pool of wobbling jelly. We are taught that this is what it means to be a man, to be strong. All that it proves is that you are a brute. It is discourteous. It ignores the deeper issues associated with being you. This is not culturally specific. If a culture encourages brutal eye contact, it will be based on doing violence to the other. It will be competitive and it will be vicious. This competitiveness eventually creates a dog-eat-dog social world which is fundamentally self-destructive over time. It is an aberration of humanness. It is not human. It is not correct. And it is discourteous. That does not mean to say that you should be shifty, but it means that when you're interacting with people, you give them your ear before you give them your eye. You listen to them intently. 
it might mean that you look at the person, but what happens is that your eye to them becomes a very different transaction. It is no longer confrontative. Allah tells us read, tells us to look at the world around us with the understanding that that things are not as they seem because he has made us from a clot of blood. You know, human beings are the most extraordinary creatures who can think, compose poetry, write music, sing, build buildings, and send rockets into orbit. This extraordinary being comes from that which is despicable, dirty, and blameworthy, a clot of blood, subhanAllah. That which appears to be completely insignificant is actually the Khalifa of existence. So things are not as they seem. Don't judge a book by its cover or a clot of blood by its lowliness. Everything is something else. Everything is different to what it appears to be. Things are always more than they appear to be. So don't just take it as you see it. Use your eye when you interact with the world as a reading tool. Don't just look at it. Listen to it and hear it. Stop trying to penetrate the world. Allow the world to penetrate you. Let it into your being. Allow it in. How can you be ravished by the beauty and the majesty of what he sets before you when you remain the despoiler? We're all going to die sooner than we think. It is always a surprise when it comes. The last thing my father said to me in the last conversation we had was, it feels like yesterday that I was a boy. My life has gone in a flash. He was then a man of 74. Two weeks later, he was dead. There will be a time when your eyes will not see, when you will lose consciousness. When all that we have is the vastness that is behind our eyes on the inner side of our being. If this has not become occupied territory, it will be a wilderness for you. It will be a place of hell. So rescue your attention and put it back into your being. Make your own inner world an occupied place. Do not make it foreign territory. Do not allow it to be wild. Do not allow it to be Jahannam, a place defiled by unresolved needs, desires, and expectations, a place that consumes. We have the technology to do this, and this technology is the practice of our deen. All the practices of our deen tell us what the first revelation told our Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. They tell us to shut up and to listen. Stop looking. Stop trying to work it out. Stop trying to manage the affair. Stop trying to get the angle or to work out your best advantage. Stop trying to be in control and to be in charge. Listen very astutely, very carefully to what Allah is asking of you now. You have to look deeper than just the appearance of the matter. You have to look with an eye that is an ear. You have to look with the intention to read the meaning inside, to allow the meaning which is in the object to come into your being. One of the marks of realized beings is that they have the extraordinary capacity to see through you. Now that is not because their eyes penetrate you. It is because you spill out of yourself. All they do is that they let you in. It is not that they are invading you. It is rather that you are occupying them and making it quite clear to them what you are actually about. They no longer see the appearance, they read the text. Every moment that faces you has a new meaning. It has a deeper significance and that significance is always higher, of a higher order than the appearance of the thing. The meaning of the thing is always deeper and more wonderful than the actual outer shell, than the appearance of it. This is so by necessity because the meaning is the real and the appearance is appearance. It is arbitrary. This means to say that if you are occupying a world which you allow in and listen to, the world that you occupy is by definition a richer place to be. It is a place where you experience and see far more richness than you can imagine. May Allah grant us a cool eye. May Allah grant us an openness of the ear. May it grant us the skill to listen. 
May grant us the ability to allow the other to announce themselves. May grant us courtesy in our interaction with others. May Allah create the conditions where we do not wish to dominate the other with our eyeing. May Allah bless our beloved Prophet and his family and his companions and the transmitters who have carried his heart to us over the centuries. Alhamdulillah. <laughs>